You're listening to the System Save Me podcast, episode number 180. Today, we're going to be talking all about how to maximize video in your customer journey. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm Jordan, and my business love language is efficiency, because who doesn't want to sip pina coladas on the beach while your business runs on autopilot? We're here to help overworked one-woman shows become streamlined solopreneurs. And now with over 150,000 downloads, this is the System Save Me podcast. Hey, y'all. I'm so thrilled to bring you this guest today. She is such a ray of sunshine in an already hot Dallas, but that is okay because it's just so wonderful. I'm so excited to introduce you to Miss Zaylee. How are you doing today? Hi, Jordan. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I've been listening and I'm excited to be on it. So thank you. <laughs> yes, Avi. So I am such a huge fan of Zaley for a number of reasons. And, you know, I we're really going to talk about video and how to really maximize it in the different areas of your business. But before we get into all the topic goodness, go ahead and tell people just a little bit about you and your business in general. Awesome. So I'm Zaley Barclay. I am a visual content creation coach. I really specialize in video. I love video content so much. And I help other people to fall in love with it as well. I'm also a Thinkific expert. So if you don't know what Thinkific is, it's an online course platform. And the cool thing is I get to mix video into the entire course process. So, you know, whatever your product or service is, as long as it's connected to courses, I am your video person. (laughs) So that's a little about me. (laughs) Yes, she is. And we obviously are going to get into all of that later. And actually how I met Zaylee is because I went to a Thinkific meetup here in Dallas. It's our fun little connection point. And so again, today we are really talking about how to maximize video in your customer journey. Kind of what was or what do your clients' businesses look like, generally speaking, before they actually implement your five-step framework? Like Hot Mess Express, like are they using video even? Like where are these people at? Well, most of my people are really nervous about getting on camera. So they're in different parts of the process. So there are the starters who are nervous. They're completely afraid of getting on camera. And so for that, I walk them through a really deep process of self-awareness and understanding how to just throw themselves in and start using video content. I also have my shooters who are the people who are creating content already. They are shooting video content already, but they have no specific, like they just get on live and five minutes before they're like, okay, we're going to talk about this. It doesn't connect to anything. It doesn't do anything. So they're growing with video, but they're not, or they're not even growing. They're just creating content (laughs) mindlessly. And then I have my growers who are creating content, but they have no specific organization or framework or they're killing it on social with video content, but they aren't taking it to anything financial. So they're depending on probably a Google AdSense or somebody to, they have nothing for themselves to make that consistent income. Uh, Okay. Yeah. So starter shooters, growers. I like it. So, and you know, I think, all of us can relate in one way or another to all three of these at some points. I feel like I'm like all three of them. It depends on the day. So (laughs) I can resonate a lot with those. So let's go ahead and just walk through kind of your five-step framework to really looking at your business as a whole and how you can infuse delicious video wherever you can. So 
Let's go ahead. Yeah. Well, the thing about video content is that it's really replacing, especially now in this time where everything is online, um, it's really replacing that in-person connection. We have an increase of Zoom calls and all of those things. So it's like, you know, we need video content even now more than ever, but also figuring out how to stand out in the noise is a whole other thing that I'm seeing now, like, oh my gosh, so now everybody is going live and all of that jazz, but how are we really using this to really create connections? Or I like to say even to attract the right people, right? Because it's not going to convert if it's not your right, your correct audience. Also, how to nurture those people along that customer journey of buying from you or even getting to know, like, and trust you before they do that, you know? So the formula that I teach, my framework is really for that process or that journey. And so it's really creating different types of video content so that you're attracting the right people, nurturing the right people and selling to the right people because a lot of us don't even sell. (laughs) So it's either we're doing too much of the selling or none at all or sprinkling it. Like what's our real system for getting those people in one place, having them come back to you like it's a show, right? Uh, We all have a show that we tune into every single week. So why aren't we doing that with our people? Why aren't we nurturing our, our people consistently? So when I think about this framework, it's things that you can implement into your process, whether it be your 90 day process for content creation, or I I like to recommend 90 days because we just don't know. I just, yeah. (laughs) So it starts with the foundational content. And so foundational content is really content that you're creating based on the time the time frame, like let's say you have a launch coming up in the next 90 days. So let's say your launch is at the end of March and we're in January. What's content that you're creating to get those people excited and kind of probably like creating a bruise for that solution? I don't know why I said that, but (laughs) (laughs) right, (laughs) nurturing those people along the way so that they are getting into understanding why they would need your service at the end of that time right? Even your functional content. So your functional content gets you found, right? So it's content that your person is searching for specifically, right? So even if it's systems, they might be searching for something based on systems. So what is, and that comes with knowing exactly who your person is. You have to know who that person is that you can put yourself in their shoes and then create uh, solutions with video content that is exactly or the answer for what they're looking for. So it's really positioning yourself as the expert. That's where you get to share content that is mind blowing and really into what you're doing. So that person is like, oh my gosh, okay, I need to listen to her. Like anytime I think about video, I think about daily. Although you know that there are a lot of other people out there teaching video content. So it's really creating that relationship with your person. Third type of content that I love for my people to create is fun content because sometimes we forget about the fun. Like, where's the fun? (laughs) So it's like thinking about like, what do my people relate to? Or even in fun content, using trends that are going on in the industry or trends that are in culture right now. Like, what are people saying? Or how does it relate to the current problems that we're having? Fun content, I could talk about this all day, but it's relatable content that really helps your person to know, hey, I see you and I struggle too, right? And then (laughs) you have your financial content, which is where you sell and you have your affiliates. 
So whatever opportunities you feel like you can get together, if you don't have a product or service just yet, or if you do, whether it is your course, your coaching sessions, whatever it is, that's your financial content. Don't feel bad. You've been putting in all that free work, all of your foundational or your functional or your fun, you deserve to be paid (laughs) for that. So that's where your financial content comes in. And the last part of the framework is live, right? If you have a good F way to say live, send it to Jordan and she'll send it to me. <laughs> but so your live content could be based on any of the previous ones that I spoke about, right? So it could be foundational. It could be fun. It could be financial. So obviously financial would be probably your launch videos or, and replanning all of these brackets every 90 days. Um, will just keep you fresh and keep you not searching for what you think you should post and all of that jazz. I think a lot of spend time on wondering what to post and then that creates that inaction. And a year later, we're still wondering what to post. (laughs) So for my people, after implementing this, it's less of a question with your students or even your people, your one-to-one people. Like people hardly ever come to me and they don't know anything about me they know that they're coming to the right person one (laughs) they know instantly because my fun content if they vibe with me or not so fun content is also a repellent you know if this is not your vibe then you definitely don't need to be here (laughs) and then um, they always know what kind of money they're coming to spend or what that process is going to be like because of the quality of what I provide online so just remembering those things is so powerful and I've see my clients and students go through that, even seeing them get more confident on camera and selling and closing, all of that is part of that process. So I hope I didn't talk your head off, Jordan. <laughs> yes, no, it's good. I like to just break it down and then I'm gonna ask my questions. So you mentioned some shoulds. And so talk to me about what maybe some of the most common shoulds are that you hear and how you can start to overcome those so you can actually use video because video is so powerful. Like it just is like, you can't like get over it. So what are some of those shows you hear? And then how do you suggest we start to get over ourselves basically when it comes to those shows? Yeah. Well, the first should is I should be using video content. Yes, you should. <laughs> right. That's a should you should That's be doing. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So that one for sure is a should. I also hear that I should be able to just pick up my camera and create videos. And that is not true. That is the furthest thing from the truth. You can do it. Yes. If you can, then definitely do that. But if you can't, I understand why you need it just doesn't come where I can't just pick up the camera and just talk, <laughs> you know? Me like. either. Yeah. Y'all don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been dying to create a VIP day or virtual intensive offering, but are stuck in overthinking everything? You love what you do and how you support your clients, but lately it's become, well, too much. You may even be hitting your monthly revenue goals, but you're left completely exhausted. Yeah, been there, bought the t-shirt and the mug. Good news, I built my virtual VIP day bootcamp that walks you through the nine steps to create and selling a one day virtual intensive. Grab the podcast only pricing of $37 for this two hour training plus tons of bonuses to build and sell your own one day virtual intensive. Since 2016, I've completely replaced monthly retainers with one-day virtual intensives and VIP weekends. 
So join me and stop dealing with the late night slack pings, lacking control over your own calendar, chasing invoices, explaining scope creep again. You kept my drift. Head on over to systemsamey.com slash pod bootcamp. That's P-O-D-B-O-O-T-C-A-M-P and grab the goods. All right, back to the episode. So it's like, unless your brand is based around, you know, listen, don't do it. Plan and then you prepare to record your content. That's always the best way, especially if you're creating content that is intentional and you don't have time to waste, you should be planning your content, (laughs) right? So think about it in that way. Another should, I should look this way on camera or that way on camera. No, honey. (laughs) Use what you have. If you have a phone, you should be using a tripod just so that it stays sturdy because you also don't want to make your person nauseous, right? (laughs) So, you know, get you a tripod. Soft boxes are under $100, right? Like you don't need all things. I think one thing that I want to show more of my people now is that people think that I always get, oh my gosh, that you create such high quality video. Yes, because I plan it, right? I know what I'm saying. I have that process. But one thing is that my high quality does not come from having all the fancy lights and stuff. So this year I'm committed to showing more of the back end because I more than likely have one light or two lights in front of me or my window light in front of me. It's really not that crazy. So I know another should is I should be using natural light. No, you should not. Natural light is very, it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. It's beautiful. But natural light is not reliable, right? So get you a ring light or get you something that you can rely on because you don't want to plan a whole day and then tomorrow it's rainy and, you know, it gets dark early and all the things. Just get you some artificial light. Well, this is a shouldn't, I shouldn't sell. We kind of covered that before. That's definitely one like, and I know selling is definitely nerve wracking for some people, which is why you should have your content planned. That way, you know, you're getting feedback from people, you're in there, you're in the comments, you're talking to your people, and they know that when you do ask, you know, you just ask, this is what it is. I've been here with you guys for free. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming from a genuine place. That's what I think is so funny. I feel like the people who worry about selling the most are the people who shouldn't worry about it the most because they, when you're excited about something or you're passionate or you're just like, I'm in my groove, I'm in my flow, I could talk about it all day. People are going to be drawn to that and they are going to want more. And so that is not a shameful thing to then sell from that place. Like, why would you want to not sell like you just want to leave them hanging like I like to think about like this like what if somebody would like to buy your end of your video and you gave them nothing to nothing. go and buy and they're like yes. they'll go buy from somebody else hey I guess I'll yeah I guess I'll just yes. go find somebody else's video course or systems course or like whatever else like and then some people will just be like okay that was enough and I can go and be great <laughs> exactly. fantastic and that's okay too exactly i think one thing that people really don't think about especially when it comes to you know being on camera a lot of it comes from the insecurities of seeing other people right like this person over there is killing it in system so that means i'm not good enough And a lot of times you feel that discomfort, you have to sit in it because what you're sitting in is your ideal client's problem or your ideal person's problem. And if you commit to figuring that thing out, 
that can be your differentiator from whoever else it is you're probably comparing yourself to, you know? So yes, I think that's another thing that I get a lot. Well, you know, this person is already your girl. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Right. Like <laughs> they need to see I know. This should be a video podcast, but it won't be. Sorry guys. But <laughs> I know you love my face. But I that argument is always just so it's a very real argument, right? There are times where, you know, you're just like, is everybody just talking about video or is everybody just talking about systems and I'm just like making more noise? And you have to think about like, if you, you know, people talk about, oh, if you go down the bread aisle, how many different kinds of bread is there? How many different kinds of ice cream? And yet there's new ice cream brands all the time. It's the same ingredients. You can't make a whole bunch of new ingredients unless all of a sudden you come up with some sort of crazy concoction. But like, is it milk that is frozen? And then you put some stuff in there. Like that's the end. So if ice cream can do it, you could do it. Like it is, you know, I think it is such a disservice when you would allow a bunch of other people to dictate how you live your life or how you do your business because girl, we need you. Like (laughs) other people are looking for your refreshing take or your simple take or your, you know, enter adjective here take because, and so I love that your content, which everybody go follow her on Instagram and YouTube if you're a YouTube person, but I love that her content, your content is very like, it just feels light. Like it just feel, it makes it look like video isn't difficult. And with your behind the scenes, you're like, here I am, like, here's the camera and here's the thing. And like, I'm going to dance a little bit and like, it's totally (laughs) fine. And it's like, oh, okay. Like, you know, it just makes it feel so much lighter. And so I'm going to resonate with that versus, you know, however many, you are not the first video person that I've come across, obviously. And so why is it that I resonate with you? Well, it's because of this. And so therefore I'm going to follow you and whatever you say versus other people who came across before you and after you, you know what I'm saying? So like I'm a Zaley fan. So, (laughs) (laughs) and so let's nerd out a few uh, minutes on the tools that you suggest for people to use. So I know you get asked all the tool type questions. You mentioned soft boxes, which is a lighting tool. What do you suggest for people when it comes to creating great videos? First of all, I don't care if you have an iPhone 4. As long as you have good lighting, you're fine, right? Like your lighting is everything. If you feel like your video isn't high quality enough, just get better lighting. Like that is a huge thing. Like, you know, that's the fix to most things. If your webcam, it's not looking clear enough, add an extra softbox or something. That's really, really what it is. Also, have a tripod. Don't feel bad to use your phone. Some phones have 4K quality right? Some cameras don't. I have cameras that are not 4K, but my phone is 4K. Use your back camera. That definitely makes a difference. Yes. (laughs) If you want to, I used to say don't film in uh, vertical, but that's the thing now because now we have IGTV, right? So obviously it depends on your platform. Also, even when I think about creating quality video content, I always say like, if you want to upgrade a little bit, get a webcam, right? So if you want to upgrade from your phone, get a webcam and then get a DSLR when you feel like your video content really has created some traction. 
audio, get a microphone, get a lavalier microphone that you can, you know, plug into your phone or whatever it is, because audio definitely matters. You don't want to film too far from your phone and we can't hear you well, or we hear that background noise. So that's just a few tips for high quality video or higher quality video than you're probably creating right now. Can we talk about tools as in planning tools and like yes all the planning tools absolutely okay <laughs> yes so one of my favorite ones is trello because i feel like i can really although we, you know we have team asana and team trello <laughs> we do. yes we do and team click up <laughs> and team click up <laughs> so we have all the teams but i do love trello i feel like when i create in trello especially for my clients they're able to import it into whatever other platform they would like which is pretty cool too right also youtube and pinterest and google right using those as you know tools to find out what your audience is searching for you don't have to pay for anything extra you can i use vidiq for something extra but if not, use your search bar, type in how to. And if you're looking for how to use Asana, like you'll see everything that your people are typing in, it will populate. You get what I'm saying? So always have an eye on what your people are looking for. So YouTube is great for this. Pinterest is great for this as well, because they give that extra population of what people are looking for, right? So definitely stay on top of those things. Also... Just having a system for your process of creating, you know, knowing like what to say when you have your intro, just like if you have a podcast, you have an intro. So you want to think about what your video intro is every time you're about to record and, you know, make sure that you plan and you know exactly what you're going to talk about, like we were talking about before. And I like to say three to five points and then your call to action, and then your outro, right? Depending on what it is you're talking about. So just keeping those things in mind. For me, obviously, I have a deeper process for printing video because when I'm doing it, I'm batching and I'm really on a time commitment of I need to get four videos done today. So don't sleep on batching. It is absolutely amazing. And you can create once a month. So you go through all of your foundational, financial, fun, all of that once a month. And you can have your content pre-planned for, you know, however long you would like. But just wanted to talk about a few things that you can use. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. We love project management software and all that stuff. And yeah, when I first met Zaley, I bought her planner and her Trello boards and all that stuff. And so I want to definitely share with people your awesome, awesome freebie that you have for us where they can dig into more of the planning video goodness. So tell people about what it is that you're sharing with us today. What I'm sharing with you guys is a full-on course that actually goes even deeper into the content types that I mentioned today. So you're going to get examples, you're going to get a deeper explanation of what these are and how you can essentially implement them. And yeah, it's a really fun class. You'll have fun, I promise. <laughs> yes, she has a lot of fun content, if you can't tell. So where can people find you? So on the interwebs, whether it's, you know, I mentioned Instagram and YouTube, but mention all the places. Yes. You can find me over at zaleybarkley.com, right? And which is X-A-Y-L-I-B-R-C-L-A-Y.com. And I'm always on Instagram and YouTube. Those are my like favorite platforms. <laughs> so I bounce between those two. But yeah, you can find me there. 
Yes. And we'll have all the links in the show notes. So it's super easy to find her. Go and say hello. And thank you so much again, Zaylee, for coming on and sharing your stuff. Like, again, when I think about video, I'm just like, all right, whatever Zaylee says is what's about to go down. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you from the bottom of my heart, but you know that already. Thanks for listening to the System Saved Me podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes or send a screenshot on Instagram while tagging us at System Saved Me.